Written by Kids uses Anchor for all of our recording needs. So if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's one of the easiest ways to make a podcast. For starters, it's free, which is, I mean, great. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit right from your phone or your computer, and they'll distribute it for you so that it can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and that's uh, all the ones I could think of off the top of my head. Uh, hey, Alec, is there any mis- minimum listenership? There's no minimum listenership. That's fantastic. So it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So go ahead and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks, Anchor. I'm Alec. I'm Melora. And this is Written by Kids, where professional actors perform stories, songs, and poems, which are all written by kids. But before we get to today's incredible story called Our Pet Dinosaurs by Ellie and Shimmy, remember your child's writing could be on this podcast. Just go to moonhouse.org, click the submit for podcast button, and submit your child's writing for free. We can only share these stories with your support. If everybody listening supports us for as little as 99 cents a month, We could cover all our operating costs. That's all it would take. So go to moonhouse.org and click the support us button. Today's story is called Our Pet Dinosaurs. It was written by two brothers, 10 and 12 years old, Shimmy and Ellie. Hi, my name is Shimmy. I'm 10 and I wrote the story Our Pet Dinosaurs with my brother, Ellie. Hi, my name is Ellie. I'm 12 years old and I wrote Our Pet Dinosaurs with Shimmy. And I'm their mom. And do you always work so well together on everything? No. Yes. <laughs> I mean, uh, sometimes. Like, sometimes we work together, sometimes we don't. Most of the time, we don't. And, uh, that's not and, true. Yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> awesome. How did you come up with the story? Well, my older brother, he likes to read like animal books so he told us once chickens are the closest relatives to t-rexes so we looked it up and we saw about this guy named jack horner and then we saw that there was a ted talk with him he said not only are chickens related to dinosaurs they are dinosaurs so i decided to put Uh, that that in the story that's very cool and do you have any chickens of your own? Uh, yeah, we have two now because one of them died like two days ago. Oh no, you had three last time we talked. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and now, Our Pet Dinosaurs by Shimmy and Ellie. Performed by Brad McKnight Wilson. Brad McKnight Wilson is an actor and playwright. You can find his work on the New Play Exchange or on bradmcknightwilson.com. He is also aware that Alec needs to read whatever he writes for this introduction. So, vor piti bilblemder shemini flimplesopopop. That's what friends are for. Enjoy. This is a story that Max Warren would not have believed if it had not happened to him. 
he had heard recently about a very strange theory that chickens are the closest relatives to dinosaurs and that they might even evolve back one day. That's just crazy, thought Max. We have three chickens in our backyard. There's no way they are even remotely related to dinosaurs. Max was in for a big surprise. One day, when Max Warren was playing outside, he heard a strange howl near the chicken coop. Normally, the hens did not make much noise, other than soft clucks. But this time, they made a sound that sounded like a cough mixed with a lion's growl. <coughs> it was very strange. But it didn't happen again, so Max thought maybe he just imagined it. That night, when Max was sleeping, he heard that same sound. <coughs> It was how he thought a dinosaur growl might sound. But Max learned that dinosaurs are extinct, so he assumed that he was just imagining again. Then the sound got louder, and it sounded like something was eating outside. <laughs> Max tried his best to ignore it, and finally fell into a deep sleep. The next day was Wednesday. So when Max woke up, it was his turn to give food and water to the chickens. Max went outside and saw that both their backyard fence and the chicken coop were broken and all three chickens were gone. Max didn't know what to think, so he ran inside and told his older brother, John. John said he would come out right away and he zoomed out there faster than a peregrine falcon, with his feet moving faster than an Asiatic cheetah. It was amazing to watch John run. John saw the broken coop and did not know what to do either. The two boys decided to tell their father, Mr. Warren, about the chickens. Mr. Warren went outside and was frightened by what he saw. He was too scared to do anything, so he darted back into the house at a shocking 289 miles per hour. Max asked Mr. Warren, Dad, what should we do? Mr. Warren asked his sons, What do you think happened? Max said, Maybe a fox was able to break into the coop? But then John said, Then there would be feathers scattered around the coop. So then, what could have happened? Asked Max. Just then, the neighbors across on the other side of the new broken fence stormed over and said, You took our dogs, and you know it. Everyone was silent. No one took their dogs. Max remembered the growling from last night, but knew there was something else that happened that he couldn't remember. Mr. Warren spoke up and said, Actually, I heard growling last night, and after that, I heard something eat it. I assumed I was dreaming, though. John and Max stared at each other and said, Are you saying something ate the dogs? Right then and there, they heard a very small growl like they had never heard before. Everyone ran into the house to watch from safety. Suddenly, they heard a strange screech and heard a door creak. The door opened 
and a huge shadow started coming closer and closer and closer. Out of the darkness came what looked like a velociraptor, but with the feathers of a chicken. It ran around them as fast as a pronghorn at maximum speed, 61 miles per hour. Suddenly, two more appeared and started to run around John and Max along with the other one. Max said to John, don't do anything stupid. But of course, he didn't listen. He went up to the only one that stopped running while Max screamed, what are you doing? John stroked its feathers and then said, I think they are our chickens. Max said in his loudest whisper, Are you kidding me? No, I'm not, said John. That's not possible, said Max, quietly. How could the chickens have turned into velociraptors? Max asked. Also, who did it and why, said John. Max remembered that crazy theory he had heard about. About chickens being related to dinosaurs. It's happening, he thought. Dinosaurs are back. We have pet dinosaurs. Ms. Ellie and Shimmy's mom, are there any last thoughts you want to add? Sure. Um, so actually, my boys, we're, we're all um, homeschooling this year, given the situation and really, they've been each other's best friends for the past six months or so. It's, uh, it's been them and their brothers. There's, there's seven of them, actually. Uh, one girl, six boys. From my perspective, um, yeah, they're, they're brothers. Sometimes they like to do their own thing. They have their own interests. But for the most part, the way I see it, they, um, they do work very well and collaborate very well together. This writing assignment, Shimmy had asked me for a writing prompt, so I gave him the writing prompt. It was his story, and on their own, they decided to work on it together and collaborate. So I would say that I think they, they, they do work pretty well together, and that's definitely a silver lining for our family that has come out of this whole experience. Thank you so much for sharing this story with us. Bye. Thank you. Uh, thanks. I hope, goodbye. I hope that you enjoyed our story. Bye. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the enthusiasm is palpable. Okay, that was good. Palpable enthusiasm. Hey. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> Remember, your child's story can be on this podcast. Go to moonhouse.org, click the Submit for Podcast button. And also remember... We need your support. Go to moonhouse.org and click the support us button. Support us for as little as 99 cents a month. Are you ready for the joke of the week? I'm so ready. A guy goes on eBay and he buys a talking centipede. <laughs> and a week later, it arrives in a box. And he opens the box and there's the centipede. And he says, hey, this is really exciting. You're a talking centipede. Do you want to go out to dinner? And there's no response. So he closes the box and he walks away. He comes back an hour later and he opens the box and he says, hey, you're a talking centipede. Now that you're acclimated to my home, would you like to go out to dinner with me? And there's still, there's no response. It's just silence. So he closes the box and he walks away and he comes back and he opens the box and he's really mad this time because he bought a talking centipede that's not talking. And he says, hey, I thought that you were a talking centipede. I said, do you want to go out to dinner? And the centipede looks up and says, 
I heard you the first time. I'm putting my shoes on. <laughs> Somebody just needs to have patience. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. I love you. Bye. I love you. <laughs> Intro and outro music written and performed by John Noble Barrick. Story music, Marty Got's a Plan, written by Kevin McLeod, published under Creative Commons license. Sound effects all in the public domain. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Written by Kids is a production of Moonhouse Pictures, LLC.